on YouTube. First I watched Let's Talk About This on the show, but not spend a whole lot of time. Was that not the longest funeral in the history of death? Who's? John McCain? It was the longest goodbye, I think. It was like three days long, I think. Yeah, but I didn't get to watch much of it, so I watched, you know, the the couple of speeches, and they were really great and touching. So then afterward, you know, YouTube puts up something that you also might like, so I started watching Oh, old, they, yeah, it's a, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, old Trump jeb jabs. It's a, they're really funny. Yeah, they, they, you too, man. You, I'll go on there like once a day, spend like five minutes, and like an hour later, I'm watching something unrelated. Oh, that's my like entire work day. Because, yeah, right. you know, I hate my yeah, job, right. so I'm sitting at a desk all day in my office, and I sometimes reach the end of, the, uh, of YouTube. I was I was I've so bored. Yeah, I was I've so bored at work the other day. I was doing something. I was looking up like my grandparents' house that they lived in when I grew up on Google Maps, and I was like, "What, what am I doing?" <laughs> it's endless. It's a bad thing. It's a good thing that wasn't in classrooms when it, I like, was in school. Not until like the very oh, end. Get about it. You, Imagine I would do be it. going out to the to the bathroom, which I really didn't do much in school. And I would have to do. No, I I avoided the. I'm a shit magnet, I guess. And uh, I got into too many fights, so I try to stay out. But I would, uh, I would be on always on, on YouTube as much as I could if I if I had. Oh yeah. Back then. I used to, uh, in like high school and college, when they had the internet, but it wasn't really like available on your phones, like as, as as good as it is now. I would go to like the library and print out jokes from like Jackie Martling's website, like twenty pages of them, and put them in my binder. So when I was in class, I'd be like, "Hee hee," like reading, you know. Like I just needed, I needed something to like be entertained with. Kind of like me in college, but nobody got my sense of humor. 
Yeah, it was funny. I mean, I guess during those years, if you were hungry, you would say to feed us. But if you're listening to the podcast tonight, you can tweet us at the underscore podcast. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight. This is episode 272. Uh, in the year of our Lord, 2018. I know. And uh, it's finally getting cooler here in Los Angeles after like three months. It's brutally like, hot in the Northeast. I heard that. Somebody I know just got back that from you New York find and out. they were like, it was 105 yeah. on Friday or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's September. Whatever happened to the autumn of my years? And, you know, well, we're now in the Indian summer, as they call it, right? Right. I yeah. always remember the beginning of the school year, the end of summer, it being hot as shit towards mm. the end of the day. Like the mornings would be kind of brisk, so you'd maybe wear a shawl. And then by the end of the day, you know, at the end of the school day, you were sweaty and carrying your winter coat. Right. Oh. And if you weren't a kid with a pool at your own house, you were fucked like Chuck because all the public pools were already closed by your Fuck first like week Chuck. of school. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You couldn't do anything. Fuck like Chuck. That's the title of the night's show. Title <laughs> 272, Fuck like Chuck. That's another, that's another gem from Lord Biss. Yeah, right. You're looking good. Hair's looking strong. That is... No, it is. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call right now. Fuck. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i looking at this right now. I'll, I'll let him know. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that was Hitler. <laughs> like, he wants his hair cut back. How are we like, doing it here? Fuck, <laughs> God. No, no, no. It's, uh, no, no, it looks good. I like it. I do like it. Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Um, but, uh, but it's finally getting cooler here, and you're absolutely right. Like, the fall... September's a brutal month. I would take heat all day, every day, yeah, right. and then the like the the switcheroo where you're like, ah, it's a bit chilly, and then by four o'clock you're just like, I, I, I lost ten pounds of sweat in my balls. You, you know what's funny about September? First of all, this by the way, this week marks, or maybe it was last week, and it, this week last week marks a year that I've been back in the United States. Oh, and um, yeah, one year. And I remember being in Germany a year ago, and everybody gets pumped mm. up for October, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yeah. In well, September, I mean, it's obviously all the way through to the end of October, but really it starts to cool itself down by October. Everybody gets fired up for it. Um, and, yeah. And the crowds, I guess, I, I didn't go. But, um, you know, it's like really a 60-day festival in Munich, and everybody kind of gets loaded up on, on their share of Oktoberfest in September. So that by the time October actually runs that, uh, around, people are kind of sick of it by then. Yeah, it, it, you, you uh, kind of get yeah. loses its zest. Philly does that on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Like every Saturday in March, it's St. Patty's Day. That By the time the 17th rolls around, you're like, ugh. No more it's already beer. been there. Yeah, Hoboken, St. Patrick's Day in, in Hoboken is usually like the first. They try and do it on the first of March, I think, but uh, it's changed over the couple weeks. But it's never actually on St. Patrick's Day. The Hoboken, right. St. Patrick's Day. And I went one year and turned right around and left because it was so ridiculously crowded. That yeah, I that's why it. I never go out on St. Patrick's Day. It's it's like amateur hour. People that are like, wow! Green beer, and you're just like, this right. is not enjoyable. But you know, I can't even get involved in the Oktoberfest yet because a lot of the bars have been stocking 
uh, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which yeah. I love, but yeah. my palate isn't right. ready for it yet. It's just I'm it not is, there yet. Seasonal. It's just not there. Yeah. It's like in November, early November, they're like, get your gingerbread lattes on in Santa Claus. You're like, it's two months away. Respect it a little bit. You're also going to blow it for now. The pumpkin spice latte is out. Uh, all right, but it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. I see spice. memes about that pumpkin spice shit in July, and oh. I made the mistake. Heather's mom was here the weekend ago, and she buys us stuff for the house all the time whenever she's in town. And she got us okay. like Halloween... <laughs> You know, uh, kitchen towels. You know. Oh, um, I see. Already. To oh decorate. yeah. The and season. it was like August, whatever, like twenty eighth, and I just start putting them around the kitchen. Heather's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Can we wait like a month before? I was like, I thought you, we wanted them out now. I thought this was for your sake. Over. I was yeah. doing this. Trick, quick, a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Uh, we don't. I usually give candy out, but one year I forgot or something. And, these kids came to the door and Jen was like, don't open it. We don't have any candy. We're going out. Oh my gosh. So I like, I was like, I, I can't like leave them behind. She's like, we didn't buy candy. We're going. So I opened the door and I was like, Hey guys. And they're like, trick or treat. I was like, one second. I just grabbed whatever, like my fat hands could get. They were getting like granola bars and cocoa mix. I think somebody got, yeah, it was just whatever I could grab. I think somebody got a can of cat food. I'm like, trick or treat. <laughs> hey kids, it. what's going on? Uh, trick or treat. Is today Halloween? Oh. Is it? I don't think so. Remember, uh, I'll be right Mischief back with Night? a can of tuna for you. Yeah, I'll be back with a can of old tuna. Mischief Halloween Night. Mischief Night. I never really partake in that. I, I guess I, maybe I did when I was a kid. But I remember I was always like kind of on guard, but nothing ever happened. I was like, oh no, someone's going to like egg the house or something. But like nothing yeah. ever happened, you something know? It was really like. Really devastating is going to happen. Like my tires are going to be slashed in the morning. I did it one right. time. Toilet papered the uh, high school football coach's front yard. That's harmless. Ooh, I Not like sure that. why I did it, though. I didn't play. That's good. It's not like you're causing damage. Yeah. That's it's like property damage. It's like, you know. Fun pranks. By the way, speaking of properties, I was looking at what the cost of a house would be on the East Coast, like Jersey area, some areas in New Jersey. And for what I pay here in rent, I could get a house for like six bedrooms in like Margate, New Jersey. That's how expensive. That's how overpriced well, LA is. Yeah. Holy I, shit. I, while I mean, on the topic, I'm looking at a house right now. And uh, it is close to the water. Jersey? Uh, a, a little east, but you could conceivably take a boat there from the Jersey Shore. Head northeast down to the east end of Long Island on the south shore and be there. Ah, uh, Montauk, say, yeah. England? <laughs> <laughs> you care. Across the Montauk. Um, and, uh, you know, I got it's It's a small house it's very modest but it's a pretty good deal and of course you're near a boat slip and um it's a little secluded anyway that's nice the catch is Glory. you gotta pay the flood insurance because ever since superstorm sandy oh, everybody's got to be up to the fema standards and it's not really um it's not easy to get a house that really doesn't have any strings attached if you're on the water anymore ever since superstorm sandy yeah it's a liability so, yeah, it's just too much of a liability. So. What does flood tax cost? 
a year. The, the insurance, uh, I got quoted 200 a month, <sighs> which sounded too good to be true, and probably oh. is, but I'm going to investigate a little bit further. Yeah. Gosh. And uh, what prices. happens if a big hurricane comes in and destroys your house? Does New Jersey get a new one? Chuck would say you're fucked, like me. <laughs> hey, you're fucked. Yeah, right. There's, um, my parents are looking at a house. It's in Ventnor, uh, New Jersey, and it's mm. it's eight bedrooms. It was built in the twenties, and it's got three floors. You know how much they're asking for? Eight bedrooms. Eight, eight bedrooms. Eight bedrooms. A million. Jersey. I mean, the bathrooms need work and stuff, but what is this Ocean County? Six million. Ventnor, right? Ocean okay, County. Okay, so it's Ventnor. It's on St. Michael Avenue, and they're asking two hundred and eighty thousand. That's it. Oh my God! Thank you. The reason being my. is it's got Atlantic City address, but you oh cross gosh. the street and you're in Ventnor. It's like the farthest end of Atlanta. It's, it's considered oh, Ventnor, yeah. but because of that zip code and that town, the price—if you cross the street, the houses are like yeah. seven hundred thousand. But because it's got Atlantic City, it's so cheap. So they're looking at it now. They're like, yeah. "What if there's something wrong with it? You know, we got to like have a guy look at it." But that that shows you like what you can get in some of these places. Like just because you're in, you have a shitty city zip code, there's still like some deals out there. Because this is like you cross the street. Yeah, you're but like, honestly, right it's like as soon as you get out of Atlantic City and you start going into what is it, Point Pleasant? Margate. Yeah, Point Pleasant. Um, this it, once you get west of it, it's just a real Ooh. snake pit. Around there. Oh, oh yeah. You're in the yeah, I mean, like I remember going uh, just west of Jersey of uh, Atlantic City. I'm going to get gas, and you still got the hustlers trying to pump your gas, but they don't actually work for the uh, gas station. Oh, you know, really? Trying to hustle uh, smart move. Because um, you have to get it pumped in Jersey. So, so I don't see how living, you know, one block over from AC really makes a a difference. It amounts to a uh, hill of beans, but. Two fifty for eight bedrooms is pretty good. Now, where I was looking, um, everybody to try and beat the flood insurance, they had to raise their houses. Which you know, you're talking even if your house is is liftable, you're talking like seventy grand to get a house off the ground. Uh, yeah, for the maintenance for the work. Yeah, you may as well burn it down at that point and build a new one. It's like the um, the, there's that mansion out in. Um, What's the town that Cosby lives in outside of Philly? It's an upscale. Uh, Cheltenham. Jail. He he lives in yeah he's, he's he's in an upscale. But there's this there's a home there. It's the le- it's called the Versailles. It was called the Versailles of the United States. It's the biggest mansion in the U.S. It's abandoned. It's abandoned for like 80 years. But one of the guys from the Titanic owned it, and it's beautiful. I have a child. And it's huge. It's uh it's it's a palace. It's called um, Lin Lin Linfield. Uh, Linfield Mansion. If you just Google that, um, or Linwood, Linwood, what it's called. But the, this, if this was in its prime, um, the house would be like 120 million. But because it's so disrepaired, it's on the market for like 13 million, and it's so cheap because they say to get it restored to glory would be like 90 million mm. of like Not infrastructure. Worth it at that point. Yeah. So it's it's sad. It's just sit there. Spend but it's like a, a lifetime thing. to do it all by yourself. Right. Yeah. Like how could you do that? But now, I mean, John, about, how like, many since living in Florida? How many hurricanes have you survived? All of them. 
Um, That's yeah, I'm so trying to remember how many persons there was. There was Matthew that came really close, but it didn't even it nipped like the coast. It didn't even make landfall. And then Sounds last like dick. year, last year, um, Irma chased us up to Georgia and didn't really do a lot of damage down here. Other than that, <laughs> they all go into the Gulf or up to the Northeast or to the Carolinas. Yeah. There's so one you just barely hit. skip them down there in Palm Beach. I think that's why it's so Zero desirable. room for You air. get the hurricanes, but they'll, you get like the tail end of it. Or like the, the beginning. They're, they're like redirecting now. Oh, yeah. Cause, and, and the one you're getting hit with now is in the Gulf, right? Isn't there one that was just heading towards Mississippi, it's I believe? Yeah. skimmed over our tip um, Monday morning, and then we landed around like 3 o'clock. It's about to crush it Alabama, gone. I think. It's about to crush Rainbow, Alabama. Yeah. A lot of rolling tide. The, uh, I want to switch gears for a second. The, uh, the talk of the town uh, that the world and the United States is currently debating on social media is, of course, the film Crumpus. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, now, there's a clip here. I want to preface this for the listeners. If you've been living in a shoebox or uh, in, in a hole... The uh, Nike released the uh, Colin Kaepernick ad, uh, and there's been a lot of responses, and we'll get into that, and we'll get everybody's opinion, but people are split down the middle. They're burning their Nikes, which to me doesn't make sense. They already paid for them. You know, burn new stuff or boycott. I don't think burning stuff you already paid for really matters, but I I get it. But here's a clip. What are you going to trade your Nikes in for? A pair of Converse? (laughs) Right. Nike should do knee Maybe we can find a clip. Deals, takes a knee. That's how they can make their money. Start doing Nike knee pads. Oh, wow. That would be <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Like, this was a ballsy move. That would be, like, the real ballsy move. Right. People would buy them. Here's a, here's a clip. Do you guys want to hear uh, hear the commercial again? Take it. So we can, ha- we can have something to preference it with. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either, actually. <laughs> if people say your dreams are crazy, if they laugh at what you think you can do, stay that way because what non-believers fail to understand is that calling a dream crazy is not an insult it's a compliment don't try to be the fastest runner in your school or the fastest in the world be the fastest ever don't picture yourself wearing obj's jersey picture obj wearing yours don't sit for homecoming queen or linebacker. Do both. Lose 120 pounds and become an Iron Man. That's shaming fat people. Don't believe you have to be like anybody to be somebody. Unless you're a cop. If you're born a refugee, don't let it stop you from playing soccer. Unless you don't have a green card. At age 16. You're still a minor. Don't become the best basketball player on the planet. Be bigger than basketball. Hard to do. Believe in something. Even if it means sacrificing everything. Still doesn't have a job. Uh, uh, here's the al- here here's the alternative he commercial. Here's the al- alternate right. commercial that they cut from Nike because it was too controversial. Here's a clip of that. Just because I'm a black man. Doesn't mean my parents aren't white. <laughs> Don't be the fattest kid in school. 
That's just gross. You probably won't get laid. In college, when somebody offers you drugs, don't quit. Just do it. Even if it's heroin. Just remember, when there are other lesser people in the school with you, there's a reason for that. They're probably losers. Stay away from them. Nike, just do us. Hey, what do you guys? Now I'm gonna know my cousin. What do you guys think? It's uh, it's kind of a lo- it's kind of a lengthier commercial. Yeah. Um, um, be on board for that. I don't think it's gonna out. help his chances. I mean, I really don't think. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't really get it, to be honest with you. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but is it politically motivated? Is it? I mean, it's you pissing off a lot of white people. Let's just say, right? Which is yeah, so a lot of people are up- interesting. Uh, what yeah. white people choose to be up in arms about, right. you know, a Nike ad, and hmm. particularly the veterans. Vets are going on about, of course. Oh, oh, well, you Nike wants to talk about sacrifice and believing in something. I guess they just never heard of Pat Tillman. And uh, I, I think yeah. Nike should probably respond to that. And if they want to defend themselves, you know, I hate Kaepernick. I hate everything right. about no, him. I'm not a fan either. I think he's uh-huh. a douche. Pat Tillman's wife but, said, stop using my uh, dead husband's yeah. image uh, to, get to combat Kaepernick. And it's like, right. we're not saying all those sacrifices are, are any less I don't think that's I would what think that saying. Nike would have to say something like, yeah. "Hey, look, we we love Pat Tillman. We love to run an ad with uh, respect mm-hmm. to the family. We just don't want to come off as we're in cahoots with the military trying to recruit no. or something like that." I I don't know. Yeah, but, that's uh, yeah. Top Gun too. Really, we are uninformed. <laughs> right. Right. We don't want it to look oh. like a, an ad. Uh, right. To join right. the military also. True. Um, but what it I don't feels understand. like this. And, I, and I'll, I'm sorry, Clark. I, I'll take the fine. That's a fine. But um, Dick. it feels like when a when they Dick. gave Jenner the SB, you know, oh. our our friend Caitlin who calls in here randomly and then almost dies in multiple. Oh, no, I've always missed her vehicle accidents. Remember when they gave her the SB for like the Courage Award or the Hero Award? At the time, I thought it like meant something. But it just feels like Nike's doing this to like get attention, like the ESPYs were doing by giving her that award because she was so Absolutely. popular at the time. And exactly, I agree 100. percent It's more of like a let's just make something viral because that's what we have to do now in 2018 is do something viral that everybody that pisses yeah, right. people off just to get talked about. You know, yeah, like well, it's all about virility. What? And, and Kaepernick <laughs> knelt, so therefore the all the NFL teams colluded. Apparently, that's what he's suing <laughs> for to not allow him back to eliminate that distraction from the NFL. So now Nike that, is supporting him in that. That's why they're doing it. I agree with you, and I think his lawsuit is meritless because you can be cut from a team for any reason. I mean, if they have to pay you or whatever, that's a different story. That's up to a lawyer. But if you break like a what is it a, a, the clause they have the uh, you know for like good behavior the they can cut you for whatever they want if you're a distraction yeah. pu- publicly but if they have like you know recordings of uh, what like all the owners in a room saying don't sign this guy he's gonna fuck our bottom line 
then yeah. he, it is meritless. And he did have an offer yes. from the Denver Broncos, and he turned it down because it wasn't yeah, enough money. But cause. like, he wants oh, his yeah. cause. He knows he's going to make money out of spreading this rhetoric now. Right. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure this whole thing was foreseen long ago. I'm going to get a deal with a clothing line, it's, you know, athletic sports line, uh, no. because I've made this much of an impact. If right. I see all my teammates and all the other teams following in my suit of, um, you know, my, my quest for, for being noticed politically, I'm rambling here trying to find the right No, it's true, though. If you're going <laughs> to... But, I mean, he's seen so many different people following him, which I don't know if he anticipated or not. But once he did see that, now he's going, wow, I got my hooks in this game now. This is my sport. Um, This is my – and now it's spreading towards basketball teams and college sports and high school sports. There's got to be a way to make a living now. Yeah, and they're doing that. When he does the – did the kneeling and that kind of caught on. I don't know if he anticipated getting cut for that long, but he's, he's getting old. I mean, he's only 30, but I mean, that's every year is like 10 years for an NFL player. I mean, you're just aging to where the more you're away from the game, the harder it is for your prospects. Yeah. But didn't I give him like 112 million for this? Like he's done. Who cares? He doesn't need to play football anymore. And we're still talking about this shit. Right. I I think it, I, I agree. I think it was political, kind of move on Nike's part and uh, publicity stunt. I think they're, you're going to see more of these because this commercial is going to air during the uh, opening day of the regular season. And um, you're they're just going to, it's going it's, it's kind of sad in a way. Cause I think it takes away from the game. Like let these guys play, enjoy the sports, become too political to where you watch sports to kind of escape from things and enjoy it. Now it's like, what are we going to see this week? What's going to happen this week? No matter what side of the spectrum you're on, it's taken away from it. I think kind of like how American Idol takes away from the joy of the recording industry. You know, you, you get signed cause it's your lucky break and you have talent. Now it's like all those shows, you know, America's got to like, let's single you out and I vote. We on should you. launch you know, our own campaign. Let, let's call up, um, get down let, on well, your... let's call up the juice and just say Nike. I've been thinking about, I juice. did it. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's what they should do. That would, I would buy 10 I pairs. Just... I just did it. I'm surprised there hasn't been more memes and jokes about the fact that he's on his knees, you know, and like more fellatio jokes about that. I've seen none. I mean, I think that would be open game, you know, like oh, Photoshop sure of him like blowing somebody. First. I'm sure that was like the first one that, you know, made the rounds. And then, and then after any. a week, it was like, okay, we all heard that joke. He's on his knees. I'll bet we'll go viral with uh, our ad campaign for this uh, episode, which I guess you're going to call Fuck Like Chuck. Yeah. Or we could just, yeah, we'll just put a black and white picture of OJ and the Nike swoosh and just say, I did it. I did. It'd be great. That's what we need to do. say, you know, (laughs) perfect timing for great reward. Mm -hmm. It requires sacrificing everything. I did it. Except your pension, which they can't touch. That's genius. I just read an article in OJ this morning how uh, he was in a Las Vegas restaurant and some fan was like taking pictures and, you know, asked him about his time. And he said, you know, being a felon isn't all that bad. Like after you're done, things get kind of easy and, you know, easy for you. Maybe you get 25000 right. a month. 
but they were saying how he's like this local celebrity now in Vegas. He's not like shunned when he walks to restaurants and they're like, it's fucking OJ and this guy. He's like beloved there, I guess because of it's People like, vs. OJ Simpson. Right. So he didn't go back to Florida. He can't go back to L.A. Uh, so Vegas seems to be his right. happy home. And all the young people working there weren't alive when the whole thing right. the trial right. was going down. So they don't really get it. Um, I was... Yeah. I, ju- I jumped out of my seat when I'm waiting for the end of the season finale of Sasha Baron Cohen's show. Maybe Sarah oh, yeah. Palin's going to be on it. Like, maybe that's going to make oh, it. God, I hope so. And then it ends, and they run the credits, and then it goes, wait a minute. And you think it's going to be Sarah Palin? No. It's oh, my God. OJ. It's the juice. Right. I they thought see this. The article said that he knew who he was but i think he did it i think he just said that in hindsight because the guy was like oj oj has a i guess a spokesperson because he's so huge and the spokesperson was like well oj knew it was sasha baron Cohen because he's been a big fan for years and he he knew it was him when he pulled out a legal pad because his character was supposed to be a billionaire cohen's character and he's like no billionaire would have a legal pad and it was like he's so out of touch Oh my god! Yeah, like he, it was—it's so funny because the guy who you know, the character that's interviewing OJ, his wife keeps coming in and out, and he's like, "Oh no, she is just so much." You know, sometimes I just want to stab her. You know, I want to just stab her. You know what I mean, right? And OJ's like, "No, no, I don't know what you mean." <laughs> was he a good sport about it? I haven't yes. watched it. He was good. Yeah. He was oh, funny. Uh, he he, he is an actor. Like he was advised by his former counselor. Uh, Alan Dershowitz to stay out oh, of yeah. the public spotlight, but Alan Dershowitz knew that he wouldn't do that. But really, I mean, aside from that, what he kind of has, he's been out of prison now True. for, oh God, what, when, when did he get out? He got released. Like a year. Or, it was like in the summer. Yeah. Last October. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Last October. They announced it in the summer last year. Yeah. And, uh, and for all intents Raiders, and purposes, Raiders. he's, yeah, he's kind of been a ghost in the public, so does, does maybe he still he's finally to, listening. He, maybe he is. And Dershowitz is in the news a lot, too. Dershowitz is making the rounds. Yeah, he's always commenting on something going on, but, uh, you know, Trump, and he's, he's Oxford. Right. Uh, he's he's given his two cents. Defend, yeah. He, OJ, now, if OJ does TV appearances and he gets paid, does he have to fork that money over to the Goldman family? No. Or they just let that go. To, he probably said, "They probably said, where would you like if the check said to, well, I got this trust, you see.'" Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably tied up something like that. Right. Build the NFL. <laughs> right. Build the NFL. Does Goldman still have that mustache? Has to. Yes, he does. He will Fred carry Goldman. that on his lip to the grave. To the lip. <laughs> But um, back to the the Kaepernick thing. Do you remember he did that commercial? It, I think it was for Dre. It was for Beats by Dre. Mm-hmm. But it was him going on the tour bus to another stadium, and that song's playing. You know, like oh, I'm the right. man, I'm the man, I'm the man. And everyone's like throwing stuff at him, and he gets off, and he puts on his headphones, and oh, right. And There's a similar like one with Kevin Garnett. Right, and there's one with Richard Sherman too. And he's Great like, not song. everybody's from comp, not everybody from Compton's in the hood, and all this. And uh, so Kaepernick's no stranger to these like controversial commercials, but I'm wondering if this is going to be the last one, or if Nike's going to do another one like without him, like just something else. Because this commercial, he's in it very little. A lot of it is like kids with no legs wrestling. I mean, it's like kind of brutal to watch. 
there's like a lot of people with disabilities, which is sad, in this commercial. Like they kind of threw everything at you. Like all the senses are like but hit. Somehow them. all of that tragedy, all the you know, tear jerking bits of montage, these little add up to one vignette of believe in something and right. just do it, even if it means sacrificing. Like that's somehow related to what he's doing. Yeah, just the whole do it. world. I'm bowing down from the national anthem because of the cops. That's right. the only question I'd ever ask if we could ever get him on this show. What do the cops have to do with the national anthem? Nothing. Uh, and I mean, if you're going to protest the cops and you're you know, a celebrity, do it in a forum like like in an interview or something like no, the national. No, 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 no. You can't tell them where to protest. That's the point of a protest. You can't, it, it can't is... be to your convenience. No, I'm not saying don't protest your convenience, but then the, America, for all of its flaws, still gives the most equal rights to African-Americans and any minority in the world. Um, so the system uh, is not perfect, but it's, it, I, would, it, I don't think the yeah, flag is what you should protest. That's fucking immaterial. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> bottom yeah, line, bottom line, a businessman. He's a weights. But no, the uh, the issue though is you're you're making a demonstration while you're employed, and if your employer says you can't do that, well then you do have to find another time and place, and you obviously can't bring your employment into your protest in any way. You you can't uh, wear if the NFL says hey you want to protest fine, but you can't wear your jersey. Yeah, I it's think it's the same way if you're in the military, you can't go out wearing a uniform and join a protest. Right. I think this would have been bigger um, when it happened in the NBA because it happened in the NBA in the mid 90s. So oh, there was no social media. So not yeah. everyone got to give their opinion on it. It was like the NBA fans who, fuck, they don't care. And it fizzled right. away. But now, since everyone jumps in, it's. I get it. I get both sides. Right. Yeah. People are it's pissed. And other people are pissed. Yeah, it's true. And uh, you know, you look at if you just didn't know who Colin Kaepernick was and didn't even know his name, you'd be like, "Oh, look at this nice Puerto Rican-looking fella, you know, laying down for the for the blacks." Yeah, he's his yeah. parents are white. Yeah, he's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Canadian he's got a Jewish role. And so the NBA made it a rule: you have to stand. We don't. We don't care. And they do now. Yeah. But Marshawn Lynch hasn't stood for the national anthem for like seven years. But nobody it's weird. does anything. It's not, I don't think it's anything. a big deal to enforce that as a, as a rule. I mean, it's a slippery slope. Like, you have to wear a uniform. Your shoes need to be taped at a certain point. You can't wear, yeah. like, a certain jewelry. Like, what if you start doing that? Like, where, where does it stop? Right, like, it's a gonna, presentation. You know, and that's disrupting yeah, right. the presentation. It's just yeah, a right. presentation. So just yeah, right. Could you imagine? Right, wear the right color Do it for shoes, the fans. Right Could you imagine if this, if this spreads, though, to the CFL and suddenly the players stop <laughs> standing for, oh, Canada, we love thee. Yeah, they see, yeah it goes everywhere. Ah! That's the thing. It's, it is like a formality. You know, you're getting paid millions of dollars to do a sport. I'm sure you don't agree with everything. You maybe don't agree with the rest call. You're not going to like punch him and be like, I'm protesting it. You know, you'll get ejected. You have to. I, I think he's a scum. I've never had one person 
tell me what this has to do with the police. The only thing I'm getting, you know, from people when I ask them without any personal bias attached, uh, all these liberals just think this is great because it's it's standing up against a country that's not giving them what they want right now. Yeah, he's he's I'm not, I, he's a piece of shit. I was never well, a fan. He's. And I get what you're saying, Scotty, but here's what I understand and why he's doing it. He's kneeling to bring awareness to police brutality and, and racial yeah. inequality. I've so, heard that. I've... So Pick now, up a ladle. So now doing it is so impactful that, like, the president is getting involved. So, like, he's I just it. doing it on that stage, and I get it. He's fucking the presentation up, and it's like, just stand up and do what we tell you. Yeah, being paid and I, I've heard that. It's just, why not do it through another means? It doesn't really make a lot of sense, because police, the, the cops don't represent the, I mean, I don't want to say they don't represent the American flag, but um, never forget the... The uh, the police officers, um, well, they have their own American flag. It's the, blue, the the white, black, and blue one. So why don't you go wave yeah. that flag? Yeah, right. And, the, the, and take it. But you're talking about the national anthem, and uh, there really is no connection. They just found a way There's to no find connection. the right time and place. Right, that's what it is. It's where, the exposure. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah, the exposure the to it. But what he's saying that? is, I'm not going to stand for a country that's abusing blacks. And you know, I want to ask him. Well, what what have you personally faced? Done. In, in uh, right, what happened to you? And what if what you know what what tells your personal story? Not what you're hearing about other people whose families you've probably never dated, donated a dollar to on the GoFundMe. What have you personally? <laughs> the GoFundMe. <laughs> I, I think it's true, though. If you're like a, if you're a football player, if I were, you know, a quarterback and I was did something, I feel like a coach or somebody would be like, you know, like what are they gonna, you know, am I gonna get in trouble? I don't want to lose my job. And I, and if I feel like a coach should have kind of nipped that in the bud earlier and been like, yo, I, I get what you're doing, and you know, we got to kind of like keep up this presentation for the fans, like. If you do that, the team will probably make a donation to a charity of your choice and or something like that. But like nothing's good come out of it, you know. It's not like any legislation's passed or, you know. And they, yeah, and these people on the far <laughs> left, they know that they they're just gonna get slaughtered in a debate, and that's why these people like but. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez won't step up and defend her position when she's defending all these people with their inequality and all this. But she won't stand up and do a friendly, cordial debate with a guy like Ben Shapiro because she probably knows he's going to hand to her ass and she's going to lose the election. They can't all defend all over you. We'll talk circles all over you. There's just no chance. You have no chance. You have no chance. <laughs> There's no chance. Here, here's a clip. Seth MacFarlane summed it up. Guys, a cyborg. Biscardi's going to appreciate this clip. This is Seth. This is the, the clip from Family Guy. Seth MacFarlane touched on the culture. And I think you guys will like this. Sit here and explain to you how a plane works? I don't know. Yeah. You want to maybe just go? Quagmark, come on. I'm really trying hard here. Who asked you to try hard? Nobody. But all I'm trying to establish a friendship with you. All I've done is try to be nice to you and you still don't like me. How can you not like me? Okay. I'll tell you. 
You are the worst person I know. You constantly hit on your best friend's wife. The man pays for your food and rescued you from certain death. And this is how you repay him? And to add insult to injury, you defecate all over his yard. And you're such a sponge. You pay for nothing. You always say, ooh, I'll get you later. But later never comes. And what really bothers me is you pretend you're this deep guy who loves women for their souls when all you do is date bimbos. Yeah, I date women for their bodies, but at least I'm honest about it. I don't buy them a copy of Catcher in the Rye and then lecture them with some seventh grade interpretation of how Holden Caulfield is some professor found intellectual. He wasn't. He was a spoiled brat. And that's why you like him so much. He's you. God, you're pretentious. And you delude yourself by thinking you're some great writer, even though you're terrible. You know, I should have known Cheryl Teagues didn't write me that note. She would have known there's no A in the word definite. And I think what I hate most about you is your textbook liberal agenda. How we should legalize pot, man. How big business is crushing the underclass. How homelessness is the biggest tragedy in America. Well, what have you done to help? I work down at the soup kitchen, Brian. Never seen you down there. You want to help? Grab a ladle. And by the way, driving a Prius doesn't make you Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, you don't believe in Jesus Christ, or any religion for that matter, because religion is for idiots. Well, who the hell are you to talk down to anyone? You failed college twice, which isn't nearly as bad as your failure as a father. How's that son of yours you never see? But you know what? I could forgive all of that, all of it, if you weren't such a bore. <clears throat> McFarlane hits, hits everybody, man. Right, left. He's good, man. That it was is too, too perfect. perfect. But it's so true. That's a big LA thing too. Driving a, a Prius, getting your vegan food. What is it to be Holden Caulfield? I mean, really, I don't know Something. the catcher in the ride. And you know, and I out. never want to be a spokesperson for a group. That's just no, a stupid I idea. I, yeah, I don't think I would either. Oh, God, it's just terrifying. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Just make I mean, could sure you imagine? The biggest shoes in the world to fill were probably Charlton Heston's oh, shoes man. when he when he was the NRA spokesperson, and or well, really the president of the NRA. And now this new guy, you know, since he passed away, it's been Wayne Lapierre, and the guy uh, just doesn't. Yeah, he's just Lapierre. not a. You know, a lot of people yeah, criticize uh, Charlton Heston. Heston. But even so, at least it, he was still Charlton Heston. He had some respect. He was he was, he was Moses. Moses. He was a way uh, too. But you couldn't ask for a shittier job than to speak oh, yeah. on behalf of the National Rifle Association. <laughs> yeah, right. And you know, the, even when he said, "For my cold dead hand." <laughs> Damn dirty! matter who you are. Yeah, you'll just never say it the oh. same way. He was a class act. Uh, Seth MacFarlane tweeted recently too. Wayne Lapierre sounds like a, a a dainty gentleman that when he crosses the street must put his jacket down on the puddle of mud before he crosses over it with his flip flops or something like that. Wayne he was Lapierre after lunch flosses his teeth. He brushes his teeth and then he wipes his entire body down with baby wipes. <laughs> sounds like a pretty good regiment to me. <laughs> Jump in the milk, jump in the milk, jump in the milk, jump in the milk. Come in with the milk. Come in with the milk. Um, television. You know what I've been watching? Uh, I don't know if you guys have caught up or even started it, but Castle Rock. Have you guys Holy been watching shit. this? No, I haven't seen it the yet. The last but, episode uh, was amazing. Was it? Okay, i got to get on that one. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. All right. Flickster.to, the website. I'm surprised this thing is legally around. You can watch any movie or television show, even ones in the theaters, in HD quality for free, streaming, no viruses, no downloads, all 
the time. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it's yeah. probably on there. Um, so I was like Googling around about the site. I was like, how is this legal? Is there viruses? And people are like, no. It's because there's some license in there that they stream it for promotional uses of the fair tr- act of something. And I, I'm surprised it's still up, but you can literally watch Cobra Kai in HD. Stop and it. any film Stop. on there for free. Like it's amazing. It. What is it again? Repeat that website, please. Yeah, say it one more time. Flickster? FL, I'm going to tell you the exact URL right now. It's something weird. It's like not a .com. It might be foreign. That's why they can get away with this. But it's a Swedish website account. Freedom of information. Yeah, here it is. Flickster, F-L-I-X-T-O-R dot T-O. Watch the latest movies and TV shows for free. So that's like probably, you know, Flickster dot Tonga. Yeah, that's what it is. It's got to be some other country that there's no like laws governing them. Yeah. But the Mayans is up there now. Uh, Castle Rock, Jurassic World. Um, the Mayans. The Mayans. Which Maybe that's why next. Netflix stock tanked today. <laughs> What's Maybe. the Mayans? That's the uh, Sons of Anarchy uh, spin-off. Oh, they actually did that? Yeah, yeah. but it's huh. so fresh. That's why Ooh. I'm surprised to hear that that's already streaming. I didn't think that that, that was out yet. I see yeah. it like the commercials for it coming on. It's, it's, it's still coming. I just it's thought still. it was still like in, you know, like... The works. I didn't know they already. Like, yeah, development. It. Right. I think Edward James almost is in it or something, right? So that would make it for the you know the Mayan um, he's right got that Mayan face. Yeah. yeah. Edward, uh, who's Edward James almost? Doesn't sound very Mayan. He used to be. Doesn't uh, sound very as married to Lorraine Rocco. Um, oh, no, yes. I think excuse me. I think he's still married to her. She left Harvey Keitel from it for him. He's got the great skin. Yeah. Um, he played uh, Abraham Quintanilla in the Selena movie. That's right. But it's just a, it's a, if you're bored and you want to watch free, I found this because of you, Michael. You were talking about Cobra Kai and you're like, the quality's really bad. So I just Googled yeah. Shot in the Dark, watch Cobra Kai free all episodes. And that was the first thing that came up and I was like, it can't be real. And I clicked on it and I was like, that oh, is real. Wild. I think it's a brand new site. Um, Flickster, not to be con- confused with Hamster Triple X. Ooh, up the butt. <laughs> Wait, it's a school podcast. But I was watching Castle Rock, and it's incredible. And it's on there, too, if you guys want to check it out. Uh, he was also in Battlestar Galactica. Ah! Edward J. Yes. An American me. Eddie J. Edward, Edward J. Homos. Oh. Homos. Homos. Almost. He was in. Uh, I can't see it. He wasn't in it. They mentioned him in Entourage. Somebody put. Uh, no shit. Somebody He's came in up. He's in one there. episode of Portlandia. I don't remember. Somebody came up. Some girl. Some hot girl. Vince was banging. Put his. Came up behind him and put his her hands around his eyes and was like, "Guess who?" And he puts his hands in her face and goes, "Edward J. Almost," because he had, he's known for like pot <laughs> marks in his skin. <laughs> it was Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore was that. Yeah. Oh, the Aquaman. Get ready. The Thanks. Aquaman arc. The Aquaman movie looks so bad. Have you guys seen a trailer oh, for that? God, what are they doing? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, I've just completely bailed on the DC universe. It's just so pitiful. It's whack. 
They yeah, the, the the poster art for it is literally Aquaman, and then like some intern just photoshopped pictures of Google sharks on there and just threw them in. Because like I remember one of the sharks in there was like my screensaver, my desktop background in like 2009, <laughs> and I was like, that's like a 10 year old picture. Somebody literally just Googled sharks and dolphins and just like copied and pasted them in there and photoshopped them. It's like something I would do with like a lunch break on my phone when Biscardi was like, make a chop, and I'm like on it. You know, it's like some intern at DC was like on this poster and just like threw it in there. It was ridiculous. They came up with the idea to do Jason Momoa as Aquaman like five years ago. And they came out with this cool poster and he looked all fucking badass. Really? And then they made Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, and now Aquaman. And it's like because of all those movies kind of flip-flopping, like Wonder Woman was the only good one. Uh it feels like everyone kind of just like slapped this Aquaman together and they were like, we have to make it now. Just get it out. Just do it. It's going to be bad. Was, what was Batman? I always wondered, was Batman versus Superman a, a comic and or uh, what, what is it? What's the what's the PC oh, a, term a, from a comic book? A, a, a graphic novel. A graphic, graphic novel. novel. <laughs> Was that an actual? Gra- or, or did they just make a movie and then go into the Justice League series of, of cinema? Yeah. From that. They connect. Yeah, okay. They connect. Batman v Superman connects to the Superman Man of Steel, and to mm-hmm. Justice League. They all kind of interweave. They inter- interweave. Even Wonder Woman. Speaking of Batman. Uh, Ben Affleck was spotted at home today, and people uh, think he left rehab, but it turns out he just goes home for the day. And I thought, isn't that, on, isn't that defeating on. the purpose? Don't you need to be like in a safe place to like not be tempted by drugs? He probably negotiated that into his contract, where you know he told his wife, "Hey, look, if I get to see the kids, um, at least I don't know, forty-eight right. hours a week or every other week, then I'll do this. Then I'll do it. That's probably what it was." And he looks awful too. They showed a picture of him. He looks all banged up, and they showed a picture next to him. But he's Jennifer still a good-looking guy. Even oh, on yeah, his no, worst he's... day, little swan. Oh, yeah, he's no. still prettier than I could ever be myself. Well, no matter yeah, how of much course. I dieted, exercised, and colored the grays out of my hair and put um, whatever that new Zola. stuff is. Little puffy. In. Yeah, put it in the stuff to fill in the gaps in your head and your scalp. Yeah, he just looked haggard. He does still look a little look puffy. puffy. A little swollen. A little swollen. And then they show Jennifer Garner next to him, like, walking your kids to school. And she looked great. Yeah. <laughs> she's so put together. I think she gets hotter with age. That She's, like, one, one of the actors that actually gets better looking. Yeah, she's, like, aging backwards. Yeah. She's all right. She's no uh, Sharon Stone, who still looks yeah. great at 65 or whatever. Apparently, she's awful to work with. I was reading some article, Variety. Oh, up. She she's like still? I guess she does some things. She's like awful. Like she was like, you know, she was on set or at a hotel or something, and she needed something from home, and she she wouldn't talk to anyone. She's like, I only talk to my assistant through you, or it's like very diva like. Oh wow! The whole sex symbol unraveling with age has got to be uh, got to be bad. Pretty rough. Like, have you guys heard Eminem's new album? Any clips from that? Uh, a couple of songs. I'm pretty sure that that. Uh... They're from the new album. Yeah, uh, he's firing I have heard it before. He's he's real. It's a really good album. He's still like a great rapper, but he's he's firing off on all these like 
new rappers. And I, I have no idea who any of these people are. Like Machine Gun Kelly and all these like SoundCloud rappers. And you're, you look at these guys. Like I Google them. All these rappers are like tattooed faces now and pink hair. It's such a weird like scene. You know, it's not like the old days. It was like gangsters. They're like they're like emo kids that you like would beat up in high school. They're like rappers now. Yeah. Millennial hip hop. Like, when we're yeah, in our sixties, right. will Eminem be doing like tours like the Rolling Stones do? It's <laughs> a good point. That is a good question. You know, like I feel like in high school and college, Eminem was just such a cool part of music. And now I'm kind of like. <sighs> Time catches up with everybody. Well, back then, all he was rapping about was his daughter, Haley, but now his daughter's too old. She's like, Dad, stop embarrassing me. I don't want to be in music. So now what does he write about? No. He's got to write about the millennial hip-hopsters. I did like the song. Well, there's one song where he raps about his old group, D12. I think it's called Stepping Stone. Yeah. And uh, that one's pretty insane, how they, like, just broke up, and they don't talk to each other anymore. And uh, you can definitely tell they haven't had an album in, like, 15 years. Right. Yeah, it was just kind of like uh, a closure, but it was kind of... And Salt like in one of the songs he talks about it, how it's really hard for him to accept winning uh, or, you know, accept being famous and accept being rich mm-hmm. and like su- accept being successful. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Like it's kind of I'm trying when to find you, it. when you come up that way and you just are constantly like expecting life to take a shit turn and mm. you almost yeah, you're almost like waiting for it. So no matter how good it gets, it's hard to like bask in it. Mm-hmm. Here's a uh, here's a clip from one of the songs, and you can still tell the rapping's pretty good. I mean, it's still really fast and tight. That's the thing, though. His brain just moves so, so rapidly. You know, it's just beyond. It's superhuman. Yeah. And um, you look at these kids today, these hip hop artists who, you know, cut the millennial hip hop. The words are all separated like this. The mumble rap. All we do is say the same thing over, over, and that's the song. We gotta isolate that clip. There is no, raps. there is no like lyricists anymore. There's no flow. Yeah. And these kids oh, are just so that. dumb they eat it all up. And all their name and all their names are like Lil, like Lil Zan, or like a, or like a number and like a exclamation point. Yeah, that it don't was get. really so hard like, when I was in California hashtags. in July, and I had to listen to it on these kids. They had the, you know their cell phones going off with their um, oh, yeah their iTunes oh. or their alarm clock, and they oh. could just listen to the, this millennial hip hop at any hour of the day. It could be bright and early, and nothing wakes them up better than listening <laughs> to Drake. Where was this at when you were in California? I'm like, God, these stupid kids, they don't know any other music. It's just this is what it is for them. Which is which which is kind of sad because you get when you get sick of that. Like if you if I listen to one genre of music, I blow my brains out. I I can listen to Jay Z for an hour and then I'd be like, All right, maybe I'll put on like some rock and roll. And then I can so listen all they to, that. Listen to. Well, all they like, want. that's that's why we are devolving withers. 
Oh, oh yes. Maybe a little day. Great Bill Withers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Smooth operator. What was, what was Bill Withers' famous song? I know he had a bunch, but the one Just that everybody knows. Uh, oh, was that him? I, I, yeah, I think he did. Um, yeah. Um, Ain't no sunshine. I still yeah. love. Uh, was it Bill Withers that did? He's one of those little guys. Me. I think so. Is that Al Jarreau? I think it's Bill. He has like. When you're not strong. He's not one of those guys who has like seven or eight amazing timeless songs. Yeah, yeah like Stevie Wonder. Correct. Because yeah. you're a brick. And then he's got. I just called to say I, I love dick you. you. I dick you. <laughs> Do you guys want to take a quick five-minute break and then come back with some news and some sports? Dick. Sounds good to me. We Take shall return dick. directly after this. <laughs> this is a great first half. Listen to the podcastle. A hard time is as hard as these guys want to make it. They're all watching <laughs> ha- like a dozen different TVs with premium channels, with multiple televisions per cell block. It's not like everybody's in one room, you know, watching one beat-ass television with like three channels <laughs> on it. Right, with the news. They've all got like right, you get to yeah, turn they've the got channel six. by a knob. Listen to the podcastle. Sounds but like they a really cool hard. like men's club minus the rape. And we're back. Tweet us at the underscore podcast and check out all of our mumble raps on SoundCloud. That last part is not true. Um, I was reading the news. You guys know you remember the show Cat House? Yes, I do. Not the, at all. Uh, I, I don't I haven't watched it, but Dennis Hoff was being no. uh, investigated for sexual assault. And I remember I was with you assault your own Hookers. It's a, You're kind a of an oxymoron. He's a pimp yeah. in oh. Vegas. Ah. And I saw he just won a primary in Nevada for the GOP. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He was in uh, West Hollywood. I was in uh, the oh Rainbow Rainbow Bar and Grill one night with some friends, and he was there, and he had all these young girls with him. And I was like, oh, that guy looks like such a pervert. <laughs> and he was – I forgot no, about him. no. Just a businessman. No, no. But I guess he owns a brothel. He operates a brothel. A brothel? Yeah, you can have sex. Yeah, the bunny yeah. ranch. I thought you were Oh, is that his, is that his baby? Bravo. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. It's a great I didn't channel. think they were legal here. No, in, in Nevada, outside of L.A., I'm sorry, outside of L.V., you can run them. Um, but... I'll tell you, I was really surprised after I um, I hadn't heard the guy's name or seen his face in years because that show I hadn't seen in so long. I don't even know if it's still running. I doubt it because he. I don't think ran. so. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, "Holy shit, this dude's a lot older than I thought." I mean, I knew he wasn't a kid, and you know, a guy in his young forties or or even fifties, right. but he, he's like seventy something years old. So obviously, oh, wow. he did something right. He's in his seventies. I thought maybe forties or fifties. No, he's like seventy-two years old. He t- he ate his weight. Looks good. Chris Remember, uh, Jenner on the box. Did you see the movie with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, Baby Mama? Uh, Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin's in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yes. 
Steve Martin Me has too. the best line in any movie, maybe. In that movie, what at the very it? end, he says to her, I'm going to tell you the secret to success. And he just whispers something in her ear and he walks away. And she, she goes, he just said, have a big penis. <laughs> Steve Martin said that? <laughs> yeah. He's great. Or he, he didn't say it. He whispered it. He whispered she it. Tina Fey was like, he just said, have a big penis. <laughs> the secret to success. He's so great. He had the same look for like 50 years. Do you know, you know, before Steve Martin was an, an actor, he like sold out stadiums with his comedy, like stadiums. People would see him do a stand up like he was huge yeah. on the stand up circuit. And then he just started doing movies. And then he that took center stage. Great book. Born, born with a boner. He, uh, he talks about how his tour was over midway through the tour because the audiences that he was about to perform in front of like had already seen it. Had already seen his act like they already know his material because they were traveling. Really? Yeah. Born with a boner. <laughs> Interesting title. Interesting texture. It's a very sane piece a great of great title. I think I'm going to write my autobiography. That'll be the title. Born with a boner to boners and back. In my brain. I'm getting a little chop. Um, no, we're fine. We're good? Okay, it cut out for like a second, but I think it was just a seizure. It may have been because I moved. But oh. I'm back now. It was Hurricane Boner. I love when they had Hurricane Lane coming to Hawaii. I just picture Nathan Lane... Like doing a song and dance, like it sounds fabulous. Twyla, right? yeah. Twyla, he's, Twyla. he's not gonna Twyla. cause me Michael damage. Michael Kidd, Michael Kidd. Like, okay, he may break a glass, but he's not gonna do any real damage. <laughs> do you know in the Birdcage, uh, they originally asked Robin Williams to play the role that Nathan Lane played, but he wanted to, he didn't want to do another flamboyant, like eccentric role. So he's like, give me the more like macho one as a character oh, change. And it's funny when they talked on on shows like on Oprah about it. He was so flamboyant, right? And Nathan Lane was so <laughs> refined and reserved. It was like for one he moment had there, Robin Williams needed a break. But then after that, he was back to being Robin Williams. Ray yeah, Williams but then he was movie. also back. But the following year, he did Goodwill Hunting, and that was not fun. Oh, I never saw that movie. Ooh. Oh, it's great. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. It is blasphemous. True blasphemous. It's, I think it's. Holy shit. Yeah, Robin Williams is so good in that movie. Brilliant. Last one. Yeah, I remember you the can... first time watching it going, I can't believe this is Robin Williams because he's got the big beard. You know, you kind of forget it's him. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a hobo. He does. Not as I good as uh, Joe Pesci's character with honors. Remember that? Yeah, same thing. The beard, the long hair, and just not very uh, gangster like. Not at all. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you back your thesis one page at a time. And. Brendan Fraser was like, I guess, a prisoner for a semester. And he's like really smart too in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he was like a genius. Genius bum. Genius bum. Remember boy, oh boy. It's forgettable. I mean, it was. He's it basically a, he he lives in a boiler room in in Harvard and and uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, who is whose career is dead as fried chicken. I usually tend to avoid Brendan Buff Fraser chat. movies altogether. Yeah, he like was in a choice. movie. I won't see it. Back then, he was like at the man. top of his game, but he just really 
blew it. Yeah, uh, somewhere the down the line, maybe after the mummy. Yeah. Yeah, that was. The but end. anyway, he plays a Harvard student, <laughs> and I believe Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, or whoever, one of the Mick. Oh, that's right. Dr. Yeah. Shepherd. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's in it, and they're all a bunch of Harvard kids. And anyway, he's working on his thesis, and he loses it. Thesis. And this was, of course, back in the, the I guess, the word processing days, because it was oh, the early nineties. Yeah. And uh, he starts, Pesci starts burning them in, in the fire, and he says, okay, well, I didn't burn them all. I'll give you the rest. You just got to let me stay with you. Yeah. It was like his, his hard drive froze or something, and mm-hmm. um, it was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was weird. It was a weak movie, but, like, I, I think I saw it in the theaters. It was, I don't know, Man. the time was cute. Anyway. I'd rather be Ben Affleck than Brendan Fraser right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh my By the God. way, the uh, we talked about Johnny Depp because he's he's going into that Brendan Fraser uh, Nicholas Cage territory kind of. Is there is there is he going to have a comeback? But does he need one? These guys are so rich. Doesn't matter. I don't like, think I want to be retired by that age. Yeah, I think what he needs to do is just bump out a couple more pirate movies. To get Tim back Burton's always going to take care of him. It doesn't matter. You know how right. much hiatus he takes. Right, he has job security forever. Right. He's he, even if he's not, you know, the main character, he'll be like the voice of some animated claymation. Still there. Weird. And his SAG-AFTRA membership will give him royalties with an income for life. Why would you want to continue working? Yeah, you don't need to. It's all image. These Hollywood. He used to movies. always say, "Oh, you know, I." Uh, only acted just so I could eat. Uh, I never really watched my commercials or TV shows. It's like, well, I think you can eat now. Right. I, I don't yeah, think, I think you even okay. have to go through the fast food. $30,000 of wine a month. Pirates movie where they paid you $30 million, uh, I think you're all right. And, and you know, something I've heard it from so many actors. I remember Hugh Grant, who is kind of slowly... Um, backing out of it, he's he's probably only doing maybe one film a year that I know, but I don't go oh, to the yeah. movies. Never see him anymore. He once he once called right. acting here. a miserable experience that he wanted to get out. And um, Hopkins too. Hopkins has said that, and then he he does the West World, and the guy's huh. going to be a hundred years old and still acting. He's also and Ocean. yeah, he's Thor's yeah. dad in the movies. What the hell? Oh, Thor's dad. That's right. Yes. And then um, Mark Wahlberg once said he wanted to get out. And then I remember asking a guy who knew Mark Wahlberg, and I asked him about that. He goes, yeah, yeah, he wants to get out of the movie, th- outside of the acting thing. I'm like, really? And that was maybe he's eight years ago. He's taking a lot of work. Right. Yeah, he's doing, yeah, a bunch he's got of like five films in pre-production. A bunch of sequels with Will Ferrell. Yeah, keep doing it. Right, his movie yes. great. By the way, speaking of pirates, and Michael, I think you might have seen the set there. The uh, the set to Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl is still standing on uh, Saint Vincent Island. Um, the the town of Port Port Royal is still there. You can like visit it. It's like a tourist. Thing I remember oh. in two thousand five seeing the pirate ship from that movie when Such. I was in the Bahamas, and I was yeah, freaking right. out <laughs> all of the tourists because they didn't quite realize. I guess this was the second Pirates of the Caribbean. And it was freaking out all the tourists. They thought pirates were coming to kidnap them and and turn them into sex slaves or whatever. And finally, oh really? Yeah, the locals. 
the locals had to say, no, they're shooting a movie. Oh, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Uh, Doesn't that make sense? That made sense because they're doing that. Those are enjoyable movies, though. I only saw the first one. It got too bloated. I thought the first yeah. one's still great. Yeah, I still yeah. love the first, first one's one. Very, very action-packed. There's nay a dull moment. Nay a dull moment. There's a lot of nostalgia, and the acting's on, and the music's great. But then after the third one, they just got so bloated. Like Keith Richards was in it, and, and like just, there's like sea monsters, and it was too much. Just how like, like, larger than life. Johnny Depp was in that movie. It was like hard to take in on one watch. You know, it was just something no one's ever done it that way before. It was so new. It was like and he never read his lines. Never. He never learned his lines. He had a, a sound guy. He paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars for all those movies to feed his lines through an ear feed. So he he would never he would never read the script. He just signed on and just had some guy like, you're going to say this next, you know, and then he would just say the lines from an earpiece. That's amazing. Which would explain why he's never done theater. Right. Right. Well, I don't know if he's, he hasn't done that for his other movies or not. It didn't say, but they're saying for the pirate movies, he never never read a line. He just was fed they to him. They said he was like pretty in character, so maybe like reading a line would like take him right. out of it. Right. Like, why am I reading my own words? Why is this happening? They kind of gave him a pass that whole domestic violence thing. I mean, most celebrities, that would ruin their career and he'd be apologizing. Especially now in the Me Too. Especially movie. now. And that went away pretty quickly. Yeah, Because I think there were so many girls that would say, I would take a black guy for you, Johnny. Yeah, or and I think she was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get some settlement money and I'll yeah. save your career. We'll just walk away from this. You know? Because she was famous too. It's not like it was just some girl. It's like, I want to ring you out. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'll do one more Pirates movie. You can just have all the earnings. Right. I'll do one more Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> even. It's good. Tweet us. Yeah, let's go podcast. Dick us. Um, but yeah, this Saturday, you guys watching the, uh, is it McGregor? Is he coming back to the, the Octagon? Oh, my God. Is that this Saturday? Is that this Saturday? I didn't know that either. I don't know. Oh, fuck. I I, I'm not sure. October. No, I think, well, there's a big fight going on this weekend. I don't know what it is, though. I'd rather watch him get back into the boxing ring than watch him. Get so would I. Yeah. I just saw an amazing, um, you know, like mock Kaepernick Nike uh, ad with our very own Caitlyn Jenner. And it says, No. Believe in something, even if it means cutting your dick off. Yeah, it is October, John. Is that what? Is that what? Is that true? Did somebody post that? That's great. That's genius. We'll have to see if she's willing to comment. We'll have to reach out to her. Maybe oh, I can actually talk so to her good. This time. Fifty Cent posted one today on on Instagram because he's got this big beef with Mayweather, and he posted uh, Mayweather in the black and white Nike photo, and then the the quote was just a bunch of mashed keys because he was making fun of his illiteracy, <laughs> so it was like. Double L's, which for 50 Cent, who's not the most eloquent of speakers, I thought was kind of funny. Right. Uh, there was one with Mike Tyson, too. Right. I yeah. saw the one with Mike Tyson. Is it yeah. worth something? Sacrifice everything. <laughs> oh, here's another one. I got another one. They're, they've just been flooding in all day. Yeah, flood them. Hold on. I love the... Uh, these Nike beams. They're not going to go away anytime soon, too. you got to keep hearing about these. They're great. 
It is funny though. It's amazing. Um, Give us another one. Oh, well, I'm just waiting. My buddy just said, I just found a great one. And I said, I'm doing the podcast right now. Go. <laughs> and, you, and you have the dots on the screen. That means yeah, you're typing. This. S- sending. <laughs> Clark, which one? Who were you just talking about that you saw one? Uh, 50 Cent. Okay, 50 Cent. Posted one about uh, Mayweather. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Oh, that's it? Yeah. There, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Money. In case you don't know, Mayweather's illiterate. And then and then Mayweather posted one back to 50 Cent saying, like, with 50's picture, and it said, like, when my boyfriend is worried, it was really, like, poor taste. It was like, if I, my boyfriend thinks I have AIDS, go get the strap or something like that. And it was like, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was equally, like, as classy. God. Very creative. Actually, that's fun. very fifty is fun, pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's all fifty does now is go on Instagram. Really? Yeah, he's on Instagram all the time. Got so rich. He stopped trying. He follows us on Instagram. Of course he does. No, I can't. I can't, I can't back that up, but but he will if we follow him back. I just see it in the news. But he's uh, he's like Jeff Astor. He's an innovator. Thinking outside the box. That's not what an innovator is. Very innovative. Innovation at its finest. Innovation at work. Delicious. At work. At work. Yeah, but the, the memes, though, are going to keep going. But the Nike thing is funny. You see all these, like, responses. It's amazing. Like, a day later, how much are, like, just being thrown at you. You know, like, you just, we could have a job just, like, poke, like bumping these out like a factory. I know, well, You get paid man. off of that, you know? We'd be billionaires. I know. I was like so wanting to just spend like eight hours today and make a million of those things. But no. I have to make sure there's cover sheets on resumes. Yeah, so you got to keep those, uh, keep that machine rolling. It's not, the McGregor fight is not this weekend, John. It's another one. It's October 6th. Right, I thought. Which makes sense because you would hear more of a. More of a hype, more of a, of a buzz. But opening weekend is, uh, or opening week starts technically tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. And now... Sponsor John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John. Sponsor John. John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, what do we got on Dick for <laughs> Eagles Falcons Thursday night football Nick Foles is starting yeah mm-hmm. good deal hmm. keep Wentz nice and rested and it's in uh, Atlanta uh, uh, no hot Atlanta no I think it's in Philly I think it's in Boynton do you think it's in uh, Atlanta, or are you just guessing? You're just sticking it out there. No, I have no idea. I would, I would imagine it would be in Philadelphia, being that the Super Bowl champions are going right. to play at home. That would be. But who knows? Dick. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's in Philly, eight thirty, NBC. Eagles favored by one. I have a bad feeling about that game. You think the the wind is out of the sails? The I, jizz is out of the dick? No, I think the wind is in the sails too much. Like we're still floating. Uh, like I think Nick Falls is still like not down from this high. 
I think he's just like, I don't care, whatever, I'm a Super Bowl champ, I can, like, retire. It's, yeah, I'm going to do what I want. Be, like, you know, I'll never pay for a drink in Philly ever. Uh, so uh, I'm worried. Ever. It's a great analogy. One cheesesteak, please. Who does Scardi's right. team play? Wait a minute. Biz, who do the Jets play? Do they play? Uh, they, they play uh, their so Monday night's game, I think. They have a bye uh, week one. Uh, yeah, that, Jet, that Jets, Monday. Lions, Monday night, 7 o'clock, and then Rams, Raiders at 10 o'clock. I love the two Monday night games. So joyous. It is joyous. Yes. It's very joyous. for you, Clark. That's weird. Yeah, it's cool to have that. Um, yeah, it is cool to have the that. The Jets. Yeah, the, uh, the Jets. Yeah, Jets. mismatches and advantages. Airplanes. Bears. Scores <laughs> <laughs> from college this weekend. There was Chicks some interesting. Hot. Go ahead. No, no, no I, I didn't mean to cut off your, uh, your pop break. But don't you think, no, interrupt. No, don't you, you think any, any girl looks hot in like a Jets t-shirt on, like the, the old school one, the green with the football? Like, I mean, they have to be like a pretty girl, but they look hotter if they had that like old like 70s look I, Jets on. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the, Heather, the knee-high tube socks. before she met me, she was like a Jets fan because, you know. Her oh, there family, you go. And she wore a yeah. Jets jersey once, and I was like. Hmm. It is pretty. It's a hot color on girls for some reason. It is. Good it's like green. the green with the whites. It's yeah. there's something about it. It's like more of a lighter green. Nice it's like logo sl- across the bosoms. Yeah, it's good looking. Yes, girls look good in like a nice jet. Probably designed by Broadway Joe himself. Oh yes, great. Get a taste for the ladies. Love the Brady Bunch. Which, by the way, I was watching that movie last night. Remember the '90s Brady Bunch movie? Oh, yeah. oh loved it. Great flick, actually. I didn't finish it because it was getting kind of late. I'm gonna watch it tonight, but but like a great flick. Marshall. And it got good reviews too. Yes, it's like Greg. it was like critically acclaimed. Yeah, because it you was know? so funny at how it made fun of that show, particularly. Yeah. But I thought, and I'll shut up so about many this because I don't doing sports. But I yeah. thought it would be fine. I thought watching it back because I only saw it once when it came out that it would be like r- ridiculous. But I was like, no, this this holds up and it's like funny and it, they make fun of L.A. a lot. They're like, you know, the traffic signs are like traffic ahead, more traffic ahead, uh, earthquake warning, gang, gangland shooting, welcome to L.A., have a nice day. Like the writers make a lot of fun of L.A. in the movie. Like I, it, it's good. It's just, it's, it was very well done. Dude, I love one Lance. of the, which, who, what's in, is it Lance Bass? I, he yeah. He put a bid to in buy to it. buy the house, right? Yeah. He tried to buy it. When he buys stupid shit too. Remember he tried to like get in the space. Remember, like he was gonna pay like twenty million to go to space with Russia, and like he bailed out or something, or, or maybe he did. When he, Mike, he wants to buy weird, weird shit. When Mike Brady's talking to that guy, I think this is the second one. I can't remember the very Brady sequel, and they <laughs> they exchange like Latin terms that are, you know, he's like, uh, you know what I always say, Vin Vidi Vici. I came, I saw, I conquer, and Mike Brady goes, well, you know, it's like I always say. Caveat emptor. Doesn't that mean buyer beware? Yes. 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 It's just so good. Like when he's I don't on the phone. That scene. So, he's on the phone. So good at making fun of that show. Yes. Yeah. They. It was. It was. They did it respectfully. Like when they're on the phone. Gary. And, Cole, uh, they're Gary. Gary Cole. He's Gary on the Cole, phone yeah. and he's like, uh huh. 
I see. Uh huh. You don't say. Right. Oh, you do. Uh huh. I see. Okay. I do. Well, we owe the 20 grand. Don't worry. We'll put the money together. You know, like most pounds, like, what the fuck is going on here? What are we going to do? Call the lawyer. And he's like, we've always pulled together before, kids. Let's do the. But in reality, the real Mike Brady was like that off camera. He was just as irate. What am I doing with this bullshit show? Really? This is beneath my fucking talent. He enjoyed bathhouse. I hate this fucking show. Oh, and I'm gay. Yeah, he enjoyed bathhouse. I'm really just frustrated because I'm gay. (laughs) That was like a known secret, too. A known secret. So, like within the show, the cast members knew he was gay, but it was like secret. Like they didn't ever. They never she found out. Florence Henderson found out. Oh, of course. She doing a love scene. Well, not necessarily a love Hello. scene. It was, it was, it was uh, you know, the Brady Bunch, but she was in bed with him because they used to do those bedroom scenes all the time. Oh, yeah. Reading or something. And she went, he ain't straight. They're matching PJs. <laughs> matching dicks. Matching vaginas. Rack me up for a fine because I am sorry for the interruption. <laughs> it's another dollar to hate Hannah's college fund. The human fund. It took Penn State till overtime to overcome App State, who I said they are upset machines. You never want to play them in week one. Uh, we mm. won 45-38. Scary, but uh, I believe it will keep us in the top ten. Uh, other interesting scores Ohio State 77 Oregon State 31 that's a Tecmo score that sounds like arena league yeah Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl Mm. 99 to 0 and Clemson beat Mark Furman 48 to 7 We're closing in. The final month of baseball, finally. We can see where all the teams and all the players will lie. Ooh. But far more important. Do you guys do anything for, like, opening day, football Sunday? Do you, you gonna cook yourself you a house job? There's never anything in particular beyond, hey, look, is there a bar playing the game? And I'll try and find, uh, right. you know, a, a decent scene. To jump in on, but uh, I don't have, and I don't have any routine as far as you know. In the house, I gotta uh, get hmm. a party together. Nor do I go to a party, but uh, I'd like hmm. to. I wish that was part of my routine. I, I wish I could do that every opening day. Because I'm I make a party. soup. I'm having a party. I'm in, I invited oh, a, a bunch of my invite. friends. Heather, Heather's idea. I was like, the Eagles aren't playing Sunday, so yeah, we can have people over to watch football. Because if the Eagles were playing, I really need... You want to be in your, your, you your need, zone. You need to be in your own zone. Especially your own now. T- it has to, yeah. You know, like when they blow... Yeah, because Heather's I getting a black care. eye if they lose. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Heather's making bacon and um, water chestnuts. Because when they suck, I don't really care. <laughs> but when they're really good, when they're really good I, I need to focus. Uh, Plus, you want it. This, this, this is really going to be a game uh, for a lot of teams in the NFC East, I think, or in the NFC, where you're going to be able to kind of foreshadow where this whole season is going to go from here, based on the, the very interesting draft picks that I'm getting. My fantasy team oh, sucks. Yeah. We're going to reconvene, I guess, next episode. But 
uh, as you know, I, I have some not so great quick picks. Oh yeah, who's your? I, I did the auto draft, and I got. I mean, we went over it last show, but I got Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. I got, but and I just picked up Nick Foles, Corey Clement, but I also got. Uh, where the hell is he? My team. I know everyone cares. This is like. No, we care. This can be fun. The listeners because care. I was I auto draft. Because right. I went to a I did the same. concert. Deshaun Watson, Alex Smith, Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham, Trey Burton, Luke Keekley, uh, Nick Foles, and Nelson Aguilar. I have the guy I'm playing Cam has Newton. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. <laughs> oh man. Fuck. Talk about it, Billy. I have Cam Newton as my quarterback. Levon Bell picked him up. Nice. Uh, oh no, Le'Veon Bell. He's holding out. He he's not like practicing. Everyone's thinking he's that he because he's like I want to get paid like a wide receiver and a running yes. back. Yeah. Speaking of wide receiver, who did I, got I get? Kaepernick. Oh, I got Golden Tate as a wide receiver. Golden Tate. Uh, Sounds like he's, he's good. He's fast as shit. Well, yeah, game. we'll see what he does versus. Well, I hope he sucks for the, obviously my personal reasons because he played. They played the Jets uh, on Monday, and uh, I guess let's see running backs. Uh, who's the secondary? I've got Henry, and uh, blah, 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 blah. oh, I got AJ God, Green. Now that I'm looking at this, I need to make some changes. <clears throat> I don't know what the you need to make some editing. What the oh, and kickers. I don't know who this guy is. Bryant plays for Atlanta. Oh, who the hell knows anyone's? I barely know my kicker. You know those big blowout football guys yeah, that people have, put outside the, the house on the bench. What? I've got Garoppolo, so that's you know, pretty much the big name. Wow. You know the big blowout football players that guys put outside their house. Yes. That would yes. be a great prank to just have those delivered of like a team somebody hates. Like imagine oh, like yeah. somebody walks out. Like an Eagles fan, there's like a big Cowboys one in there. They would just start stabbing it. Yeah. You know what? We should do that, and we should film it and air it when we get on Roku. Yeah, just that'd be great. Frank people, wait and get their reactions. I what think are they like? A hundred bucks? I think you can get them at Lowe's for like fifty bucks or something. They're not like mm. terribly expensive. Yeah, we gotta do research. Gotta find out who they hate. You do it in a pickup truck. You blow it up. You you go in a pickup truck. You dump it off in the middle of the night. And then you wait. Well, you know what you could do? You could just go into, uh, well, you could you could go into Philadelphia and put a bunch of Giants blow-up dolls in there, and you could go into... Yeah, yeah rest right. Chestnut. Uh, put a bunch of Bills and Jets and Patriots blow-up dolls all over <laughs> everybody here. Bills. <laughs> Packies. Great place. Was that last night? Yeah, go into... Um, it's Dolphins fans. <laughs> Right. Go into uh, mm-hmm. anywhere yeah, really, right. and except Dallas, and put up a, yep. a cowboy. I was just yeah. gonna say Dallas anywhere. People hate them, hate them. I respect the boys. I, I respect if if it comes down to them, and um, I don't know whoever. I, I, in the end, I go for yeah. I'll, I'll go for Dallas. Yeah, I don't hate Dallas like I like I do uh, New England. Oh, I hate Dallas more than anybody, but they've sucked for so long that it's kind of like suck. worn I know. off. Yeah, what, what's there? To, what? Why is it worse? But why like, is it worth uh, hating 
when they've just been uh, not worth right. hating. Right, but in like 93 and 4 and 5, <laughs> oh, I hated They'd be aching. So oh, so did I back then. I was like, this sucks. I don't want – Super Bowl's dumb. But, they crushed um, every Now I'd like to see in. them winning the Super Bowl. We, Rusting. We, we had a friend over not too long ago. He's from Boston, a friend of Jen and I. And he's a huge Patriots fan, like diehard. Like he used to do a, a podcast slash YouTube thing just on the Patriots, like that kind and I had the birds covered up so they wouldn't, like, go crazy. And he hears all this chirping. He's like, what is that chirping? I was like, oh, those are little Philadelphia eagles. You hate that sound, don't you? Ah. <laughs> he thought it was great. Ah. But he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, but really, what is it? <laughs> little Philadelphia eagles. Oh, and, and that. Oh, it's just P, which is more offensive, but sounds better. It's sports of John, John, John. John, John, John. Sorry to keep interrupting and all that. Um, before we go, I want to give a little shout out. Uh, what five. about the other news? Before, <laughs> it's not, I, get, I racked up like five fines. Uh, before we ba- bail out, this is the 30th anniversary of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And oh speaking on the game, God. speaking of the game itself, I got it for Mr. Tyson, birthday. Mr. Tyson himself, uh, I did too. Says he definitely was not a fan of Punch Out when it was released 30 years ago. It was October 18th, 1987. Okay, so it was a little over 20 years, 30 years ago. Great uh, recording here, uh, article here at TMZ. Math is a little off. Um, When Little Mac began his 8 bit quest for boxing supremacy, taking on guys like Bald Bull, King Hippo, yada yada, Mike Tyson came out and said that um, he, he was very candid. With Harvey uh, Levine during a taping of an upcoming episode, um, TMZ saying that he came to love the game over time, and he was only paid thirty thousand dollars for uh, licensing rights for of his name for the game. So he really wasn't paid shit compared to his three hundred million dollar empire he accrued over the next four years. Wow! Um, but he uh, he could not beat the game when he played it. He could uh, not beat himself, which uh, nobody can, unless you're like my brother, a professional. My older can brother he really? can, yeah. Wow. I can't do it anymore. I tried. You yeah, you could have you have though, anymore. right? I have yes, a few times. Yeah, see, there you go. It is possible. Pascari, do you still remember the punches. code? Yes. What is it? It's zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three. Wow. Five nine six three. God, I'll never forget. Speaking that of either. punches. Speaking of punches. Uh, it got almost physical, brutal, Uh-oh. and uh, dickety up there in the Supreme Court this past week. Oh, today? Oh, yeah, there was, some, there, was some, there was like low blows to the dicks <laughs> over uh, <laughs> oh, over gosh. Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. Now, who is this? I mean, I really didn't know anything about this guy. He's other than Well, actually, other than nothing. Yeah, right. I didn't know anything about him. Um, I don't really care who go- gets appointed to the Supreme Court as long as they're qualified with the education. But, of course, now mm-hmm. we have to, uh, you know, we, we've got to make the third branch of the government political right now because that's just all there is to talk about and because there's a new member who happens to be uh, against the uh, the liberal agenda? He happens to be a, a Republican. Brett Kavanaugh now taking some hits. Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris? What does that mean? Kamala. Kamala. 
know. She was uh-huh. banging her tummy, I guess. <laughs> the so moon she... painted on it. <laughs> so she starts getting it on. She has. She had... Okay, so let's see. Cut to uh, this clip. She was trying to interrupt the proceedings of the the judiciary hearing. Kavanaugh, Mr. Chairman, to serve as associate. Interrupting. Chairman, she had a case like of the ADHD. Before we proceed, Mr. Chairman. I'd like to be recognized. She's getting snubbed. A question before we proceed. The committee received just last night, 15 hours ago. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. Not had an opportunity to review or. You're out of order. You're out of here. I was listening to that, and he he just kept talking, and she just kept trying to get his attention. He just kept talking. It was the weirdest like, thing. Wait, was he purposely It's like a, t- it's like a child tugging on the, the mother's dress or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> quiet. Excuse me, excuse me. And he uh, was like, and here we are, and they're a nice family, and they wore brown pants and black shoes, but that's okay. <laughs> like, he just kept talking, and he knew she was trying to get his attention. It, it's, I swear, know, it's like a playground. Yeah, it's like this is what's going on for a Supreme Court hearing. This is what we're at right now. It's like it's Inauguration Day all over again. And this is so really insignificant to I – mean, it's not that it's, it's insignificant, but it doesn't really right. impact, if you're a liberal, your political agenda. That's and so funny. Is, that's that's old news. That's off. from yesterday, but it's still going on. Yeah, but she got cut off. That's so funny, though. She was like, sir – Sure, he just kept talking over. Kamala Harris. I, how could you not? How could you have a name like Kamala and, and not just embrace the? the I, mean, rest? If, I don't know if it's if she prefers Kamala or Kamala, but um, you know, it, it reads Kamala to me. It does. It's with a K. There and after she stopped speaking, that guy was continuing and talking about documents. And people from the back of the wherever the hell they were, the courtroom, were just screaming over anything. Oh, he would he would like get to one topic and they wouldn't say anything. Then he'd right. he'd go to like a new a new topic and they'd be like, "Yeah, and you fucking are lying." The <laughs> It got what so bad on? that the guy's parents were like, oh, it's supposed to be their proudest moments if it's their son probably graduated law school. They're in tears having to listen to the feminists. You have no um, idea what's going oh, on. God, yeah, that would piss you know, me like, off. And the kids were there. So the kids had to actually be removed. But anyway, that's still going oh, on really? this, this whole week. But let's get into local news here in New York. Uh, At least they didn't have tiki torches. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of the law, uh, leaving a courtroom, I'm sorry, leaving a prison, excuse me. Oh, wrong side of the law. Gene Gotti, oh, after 29 years, is finally out of federal custody. However, the Gambino wow, family does not think that he has much of a future in the family. So he's probably going to be uh, just, you know. Gene, Gene is John's brother. Yes. The one that portrayed in the movie. He was... uh, The heroin dealer. He's the heroin dealer, right. Wasn't very smart, um, but he just wrapped up a 29-year stretch, and now he's back. But 
I guess the Gambinos and, and probably the others in the commission don't really feel comfortable bringing him back into the business. Because of so the drug kind of uh, out, situation? Kind of outcast. Yeah, he, it doesn't look like his future is, is looking too good right now. He was kind of, he was the dumber. He was dumber, for me a little bit of a dummy, yeah. He was a dummy Don. Well, he wasn't a Don in a little bit. That's, that's just something. And... Who is that? Just makes you think. That? Makes you get the pizza in your life. Who was that? That's uh, Gene Gotti. John Gotti's uh, younger brother, Michael? Younger brother, yeah. He's not that this young now. Like an undertaker. Old. Tell you what, that ending scene of Gotti, or one of the ending scenes where he's in the plane going to prison, He's looking out at New York for the last time ever. I mean, he deserved his fate, but it's, it's sad, you know. Oh yeah. So, but a G, little roll, little red. So he's out now, and uh, his future remains to be seen. He's seventy-one years old, and um, probably hungry for some work. What I'm sure they'll take care of him. I, I'm sure. I think he was in Pollock, uh, which is in Louisiana. I think. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll. They'll take care of him. Even with like uh, television interviews, he'll probably. He can probably rack up, you know, fifty grand an interview. This is good. The, yeah, the New York Daily News put him on the front cover uh, yesterday. So in the article they write, when Gene Gotti started his fifty-year prison bid, George H. W. Bush was in year one at the White House. An earthquake rocked the Bay Area, and the lip-syncing duo. <laughs> Billy Vanilli topped the charts. That's how long. Oh shit! It's behind bars. Yeah. SummerSlam '89. I love when you hear about these old mob guys getting released because I associate a lot of them with movies. Like yeah. Goodfellas, when you hear about the Latanza heist, some of those guys getting out and things like that. And uh, uh, like, oh yeah, I remember that scene. These guys are still alive. They were old, like in the seventies. They're they're all like eighties and nineties now, but they hang in there. Remember they the, like hang in there for a long time. Remember the scene with Junior and Tony at the in the finale, where they're talking and Junior doesn't even really remember. Remember Tony's like, "You and my dad, you ran this town." He's like, "You did." Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm get shot. Ambassador Hotel. You ran North Jersey. Like, I wonder <laughs> if these guys are all like, why did we do all that? Um, yeah, you know, some of these guys I've seen. I used to hear guys saying, "I'm going to beat my case. I got a lawyer. He's going to get me out of this." And some Shylock. Uh, I'm going down. I got my plan all set. I'm going to move down to Florida, do a lot of fishing, do a lot of golfing. Uh, but they're still in federal custody, man. Doesn't yeah? They, they keep they going back and they the violate ankle. these rules. Joey Merlino, uh, Skinny Joey, the the boss of the Philadelphia mob, lived in Florida for a while. He's and still he, in Boca Raton, I believe. Still in Boca Raton, or I don't know if he's going back to jail. I know he was arrested again, but I, I read that he paid his neighbors. He has, he has still has these wild parties, and he paid all of his. It's a condominium complex he paid all of his neighbors electric bills so they wouldn't call the police on the noise and that's how he could like 
have these wild parties. Could you imagine if someone's like, I'll pay your electric bill. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, pretty that awesome. sounds great. Oh, my gosh. Pretty Blast good the AC nonstop. Oh, yeah. Those buggy, juicy balls, Florida days. Fringe. His last thing, he uh, pled guilty to avoid a retrial. Uh, oh, well, Maybe we could find I, a clip. Yeah, I don't know. That was in New York Federal Court. I can't remember where that case left off. But uh, anyway, uh, that was that's local news. Anything happening your way? Besides yeah, a hurricane. Yeah, what's local. happening in Flor- Florida is... Besides Hurricane um, hmm. yeah. Birdcage. We missed a tropical storm, Egon. <laughs> that wasn't the name, was it? No. You gotta be kidding me. How amazing would that have been? Egon. It's Bankman. <laughs> Followed by Ray. See that? Uh, I have no idea what the hell is going on down here. I was just in Connecticut, so I'm still kind of like catching up. Oh, yeah. Um, Regular uh, ESPN. The red tide continues to make its way closer to my fucking beach. Dude, that's scary. I read something on that. It's fucked up. I kept thinking it was like a hoax on Facebook. I'm like, it's not real. That's some fake thing. And then on my local news tonight, they were like, "Uh, you know, it's 200 miles away or or something like that. But it's been crawling south for like two months now. What is it exactly? It's this nasty... Porous, almost like pollen. Hey, you like know what? No, I'm gonna know what in this um, in this coral. Oh. And they don't know why. You're right. They did and the old nasty bit. it's floating to the top of the ocean, and it's just nasty, and it can make you sick as fuck. Dicks yeah, out. I heard it's like awful to even get near it. Yeah, it touches your skin. If it touches you in any way. It, like, gets inside you somehow, and you have, like, diarrhea for, like, years. Not, oh, not, so it's like years. Mexican food. Yeah, it's like Mexican water. <laughs> Montezuma. Montezuma's revenge. But I didn't do anything to Montezuma. <laughs> nothing what's happening. He, what's he get, why does he need revenge on me? <laughs> yeah, what's well, going I on here? Montezuma. There's a bar out here in uh, L.A. They, they're always they aver- they do a ton of paid advertising, in the news and on Facebook. But they're like, if you're an Eagles fan, or a Ohio State Buckeyes fan, this is your bar. It's uh, called the Gray- Greyhound Bar. And I'm thinking that's such a weird two teams to have. That's so. That's like if you're a Patriots fan or a Pittsburgh University fan. Right. It's so bizarre. I don't think they'll really get along. Yeah, I don't usually see their rivals. Yeah, I don't get it. Buffoonery. It is uh, Tom Fullery and Poppycock. You guys want to put tonight tonight in the W column? That feels like a W. Dick. This is a great great solid show. How long was this show? Two hours. Just just under two. It is. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Hold on. Carry the one. It's now exactly oh two hours. That's right, amazing. Brilliant. I couldn't get a better time to sign off. And it looks like Joey Merlino's sentence is in October, so next month. Or prayers with Joey. Oh. What? Be waiting with baited dick. Ba- baited dicks. Dick. Tweet us at the underscore podcast.
Check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and in October on Roku. Follow Biscardi at mbiscardi Jr. on Twitter. John at JDH272PSU. Myself at Kingman Prods. From the bottom of our loins to the top of our hearts, we will talk to you soon. Listeners, thank you for joining us, and good night. Trust the process. And Godspeed. I'm having the coombs to sandwich. I'm just living the dream. A funeral? They're at a funeral. So, they're so horny. They're so It's not even fair. It's like fishing with dynamite. You know, Chaz, I had a bite for it. Good. I'm, I'm you know, not, I will have some meatloaf. Look, I'm not I'm judging you because I think you're an innovator, but there's no way I'm ready for that. Dearly Dude. beloved. <laughs> Damn you, Roger! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>